Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Your intuition is the wise voice of your spirit, always working for your highest good. Now, my guest on today's show is author Sherry Dillard, and she's here to bring insight into four ways that we naturally intuit and that can help us better understand our intuitive strengths and weaknesses. The idea she brings is that we can better notice when we are already intuiting and learn how to take it to the next level for use in our everyday life. Are you ready to meet her? Internationally renowned psychic, medium, medical intuitive, and best-selling author, Sherry Dillard, helps others develop and understand their intuitive and spiritual gifts. She's the author of nine books, and she's given more than 50,000 readings worldwide. She's been featured on radio and television for her work as a psychic detective, medical intuitive, and medium. Sherry's passion for the fusion of intuition, spirituality, and conscious self-growth has made her a popular contributor to magazines and online journals. She writes the Intuit University blog, radio program, and YouTube channel. Sherry is a sought-after speaker and teacher at retreats and conferences all over the world, and now she's here. You can find out more about Sherry and her work at SherryDillard.com. Sherry, welcome to Out of the Fog. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to have you on the show. Maybe we should start off by getting your definition of intuition. What is it? What do you mean when you talk about that? Well, I believe everyone is intuitive, and intuition is that sense that we all have, that intuitive, well, intuitive sense, obviously, but it's an it's a, a ability to receive energy information and to be able to receive it and then put meaning to it, put some understanding to it. It's pretty simple. When... <laughs> I know that, though, that you probably have run into people who say, I'm not intuitive, I'm not one bit, I don't know what you're talking about, I live my life very practically, I don't need any of this wacky unicorn intuition stuff. I believe personally that we are always using our intuition even when we think we're not. What do you think about that? Can you completely shut it down? I don't believe we can at all. In fact, um, I feel that if we try... It, it, you know, it's one of those things, it's like saying I'm not going to smell today or I'm not going to see today. I'm not going to touch anything and feel it. Um, it's a natural sense that we have that is automatic. And um, most of what I've written about has been how we are all intuitive without realizing that we are, how, how we receive energy information and helping people to understand better that what they might call common sense or the obvious, or um, I don't know how I know, but that I know, or um, even a way to, to intellectualize information. A lot of times just the, we have a different word for it because intuition, like you said, for some people can seem kind of far out there or it belongs in a kind of a niche of being um, new agey, kind of woo-woo and unpractical. Um, but when I've noticed that when I'm able to help people to realize, well, what you're 
calling maybe your gut knowing or common sense or what seems obvious to you, I might call that intuition. Right. Now, your new book is called You Are Psychic. Develop your natural intuition through your psychic type. What's a psychic type? Well, I simplified kind of what we're talking about. I simplified the understanding of how we receive and the different ways we receive unknowingly a lot of the time, most of the time, um, intuitive energy information. And um, I categorized it into four basic different ways that we do receive energy information. Um, But within those four types, there's variations and there's also, um, we're not exclusively using one type. We tend to um, have one or two that maybe is our most um, common type, but most people have experiences in all types. But um, I developed the idea of psychic type to kind of give people an anchor, a place to begin to understand their own intuition and to begin to develop it. Because uh, what I noticed is that uh, when I was teaching um, classes and talking to people is that intuitive energy, and, and especially when you say something like psychic ability, psychic ability can seem so distant. It can seem like it's this you know, uh, it's something out there that has no real shape or form and it's elusive and it can seem like very abstract to think about developing something that you can't even see or know, really. It, it, it's something that maybe some people can do. And so psychic, the word psychic, you know, it's kind of like this alarm for a lot of people where it automatic, automatically kind of can free some people up or It can cause blocks and um, a sense of fear even for some people. So so I leaned into more intuitive types as a way to become familiar with our own. This is what I do every day. Yes, you're right. I might feel other people's feelings. And the funny thing is, is when people start to understand the psychic types more, they become much more comfortable with it. And it seems it's interesting because, you know, there still might be blocks there to further developing it and maybe some fears or some apprehensions or, um, you know, whatever that may be. Um, But once we do, and once we can identify a psychic experience that we've had, it's kind of like everything changes and we, we definitely are no longer on the outside looking in. And um, just that kind of, just a simple little awareness like that can make a huge difference in understanding what this is all about. I agree. I think it's a great way to to teach this material because, of course, we humans love to sort things into categories and put things in boxes and label them, and especially Mm -hmm. things that we might be worried that we won't have any control over, which a lot of people are. I, with my own students, we talk a lot about how you can be calm and be present with whatever it is that you receive. But a lot of people who are just starting out looking at intuitive development or exploring their own gifts sometimes are scared that if they open this door, there's going to be, I don't know, scary premonitions and dead people everywhere and like terrifying things will happen. That's not how it works. It, there's There can be a gentle uncovering of the mm-hmm. tools and the gifts and the knowing that we hold within. So I love this idea of breaking it into the four 
types, easier to kind of control. Yeah, definitely, and identify with. So what are those four types? Uh, The four basic types are emotional intuition, uh, mental, physical, and spiritual. Would you like me to give you a little hint about each one? I want to know all of them. Yes, please. Okay. Um, Emotional intuition is receiving energy information primarily through our emotions. And people that do this, a lot of times, it's very simple. We'll feel what other people feel. Now, the difference between that, which we might describe as empathy, the ability to know how our friends are feeling or our family, and emotional intuition is that we can receive the energy of how others are feeling even if we are 100 miles away and not talking to them or haven't spoken to them in a while. We might not always know that it is um, whose emotion it is, but we can um, feel it nonetheless. I'm going to give you an example. Is is, Is waking up in the middle of the night and being feeling, um, uh, we could feel either happy for someone or just this feeling of elation. I've done this actually quite a bit where I've woken up and I've felt relieved or I've felt happy or I felt, and I don't know why, it, it, I can't, I mean, it's a great thing to wake up to feel, but I also have the sense that this was coming from somewhere or something. And I just couldn't, I didn't really know where this feeling was coming from. And then the next day, finding out that um, a friend of mine or a family member had, you know, something really good, positive happened to them and realizing, huh, you know, I, I, I wonder if I if that wasn't why the feeling I had. And we can also do that with other feelings where we might feel um, worried or we might feel some fear or we might out of nowhere just get this sense of dread. And then, um, again, we find out that someone close to us or even maybe a friend or uh, someone has been, uh, you know, lost their job or is struggling with something in their own life. Um, Emotional intuition is also connected to the heart and to love. And um, emotional intuitives tend to have... um, uh, you know, once it's developed and not even, I mean, sometimes it's very spontaneous, um, but just kind of an affinity to, to divine love, an affinity to listening to the heart, opening the heart, getting messages in that way. And that's one of the reasons to develop emotional intuition more is because once, we, once we're aware that our capacity to receive emotional energy, we can shift out of receiving energy, emotional energy that might be confusing or it might cause us stress or we might be worried and not know why and into kind of connecting more with a higher, a higher energy of love and being able to use that to send it to people, our friends or family. And so when we have unusual or, or emotions that we don't understand, we can be a source of um, a higher form of love for people too, because we can receive, but we can also send. Mm. And that's part of intuition, too. We think of intuition as receiving, which it absolutely is. But um, psychic abilities are also, especially for, um, well, emotional intuition, but all the types, there is also that ability to send it 
for the good to others too. Yes. Um, I'm going to go through them kind of quickly. Uh, mental intuition is um, receiving energy information through our thoughts. And um, sometimes, you know, we do this with people we love. We, we kind of finished each other's sentences or um, we kind of know what our loved one is thinking or someone close to us. Uh, but we can also receive um, thought energy, psychic thought energy in the form of ideas or um, solutions to problems. Mental intuitives tend to intuit, um, you know, like when we look at, you know, who's a good example of mental intuition is Stephen Jobs, who talked a lot about intuition and said that it, and um, Albert Einstein talked a lot about intuition. And they were both people that, use their intuition in a mental capacity. They came up with these incredible systems and ways of understanding the universe and using energy. Um, and mental intuitives tend to be the ones who probably might dispute that they're intuitive and think that I'm just intelligent. Um, and that's why it's so great to have these great thinkers that lean on intuition because they themselves have recognized that they're receiving something and not, it's not just self-generated. And that's the difference between um, intuition, psychic energy, and um, our normal kind of way of operating is that we self-generate, you know, we, we generate information through the known where intuition is generating information through the unknown, the unknown part of us. You are listening um, to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. My guest is Sherry Dillard, and her new book is You Are Psychic. Develop your natural intuition through your psychic type. You can find out more about Sherry and her work at sherrydillard.com. I'm getting ready to spell that. Are you ready? It's S-H-E-R-R-I-E-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com, sherrydillard.com. So go ahead. I could hear that I kind of, I wanted to get that little halfway button in there. Um, keep going because we talked about mental intuitive okay. types, emotional intuitive yeah, types. No, I'm kind of rambling on. You could see I have so much I can talk about with this. But um, isn't that great? Because when you start, right, it's not just like it's limited to four types. There's so much material here. This is why you guys should go pick up the book. There's so much material here and each thing that you explore opens new doors. That's part of why learning about your own psychic ability never, ever, ever ends. It is impossible to know it all. There's always more. Truth. Yeah, it's true. The more you know, the more you realize you don't know, too. And isn't that fun? Because there's always there are always new things to explore. And mm -hmm. the way and I believe that when you work consistently and cleanly, what I would call having good psychic hygiene, when you work consistently and cleanly with your abilities, it strengthens your relationship with your own gifts and with your guides. And you can do more. You can send more, as you say, for the good of everyone. And you can receive more clearly, too. So it's a win-win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. I'll just finish the two. I'll go quick faster here. Physical intuition is absorbing energy information into our body. And people that do this um, will tend to have unexplained aches and pains a little bit more or a headache or, you know, it's, it's uh, one of the signs of physical intuition is walking into a party or a meeting and you don't know anybody and, um, but yet you have, you know, your stomach or, you know, you might get a tight stomach or you might have a feeling in your body of stress 
or you might get a headache or uh, one of the best examples of physical intuition is um, a husband whose wife is about to have a child or a partner whose partner is about to have a child and they gain weight they or they take on the symptoms of the pregnancy and yet they're not pregnant. Um, it's not that they're wanting to take on the symptoms. Uh, they might even feel nauseous or, uh, you know, gain weight in the abdomen. It's just, again, it's that affinity of energy. It's just receiving their partner's energy. Um, physical intuitives tend to recognize intuition as vibes. They can feel it tangibly as a vibe. I just got that vibe. Um, and they also have a very strong connection to the earth. And um, a lot of their higher clear energy comes from nature and beauty, things like that. Um, a spiritual intuitive is a little harder to understand the way that we receive because a spiritual intuition comes in more through the energy field, through our aura. And people who are natural spiritual intuitives um, tend to receive energy information through dreams. And they also may see energy, orbs. They might see a person's aura. They may um, be the ones who more easily feel the presence of um, people on the other side or the spirit realm in a more tangible way because what they're receiving is coming in in a little bit of that, um, a less physical vibration than the other types. Um, And spiritual intuitives, Tend to, you know, physical intuitives dominate the medical fields and, um, you know, a lot of healers and uh, massage therapists and even physicians are physical intuitives. A lot of the people that do spiritual work, uh, tarot card readers or astrologists, whatever it may be, tend to be spiritual intuitives because there's, there's kind of more of a natural influence affinity, just like for a physical intuitive, it's a vibe. For a spiritual intuitive, it's more tangible, all of that um, understanding. Now, I know you've worked professionally as a psychic and a medium and teacher for many years. Where do you put yourself in these four types? Which one is most you, or is is there one that's most you? Well, I mean, I think, like I said, I think we, we all embody all the four types. And I actually encourage people, and part of the book, You Are Psychic, is I really encourage people through a lot of different exercises um, to start to utilize all four types for themselves. Uh, because it, that's how we'll stay the most balanced. If you predominate in one type, and we can get a little unbalanced with it. And I'll give you an example of someone who might be an emotional intuitive. And there's so much emotional energy come in, coming in, it can be hard. To, I mean, it can be very confusing to be feeling all that kind of feeling. And also, there's a lot of toxic energy out there, yeah. um, you know, an emotional level. And I don't mean toxic in, as in, you know, fearful or or harmful. I, I just, you know, with toxic emotions or things that happened in the world. So a, a, an emotional intuitive would do well to balance. And I teach them to maybe work more a little bit on their mental intuition or their physical to give them a little groundedness. I, by nature, am a spiritual intuitive. 
and but I have act and my lowest has been physical intuition. So I've incorporated things in my life that encourage more of the physical intuition for me. And that's helped me tremendously to be more grounded. I didn't think of it that way, but the mental and the emotional kind of balance each other and the physical and spiritual balance each other. Yeah, right. And, and even, I mean, there's even a balance you could think about between, we'll say, a physical intuitive and a mental intuitive in the way that one of the, one of the weaknesses for physical intuition is putting energy information into an understanding in words because it's, it's in the body. Mm. And so it's a little harder to access where mental intuitive will get thought energy. They might hear it. They might, um, you know, get just this big chunk of, you know, information. And so a physical intuitive can do well to work more on their mental intuition to start to give words and meaning to what's happening in their body. Um, So there's a, yeah, it's kind of a, it's, it's interesting when you look at types and how interwoven and how they can um, really complement one another and, and, and how important it is to work with all of them. But like I said at the beginning, I, you know, a lot of the time the place to begin is what is my strength? What, how do I, how am I doing this normally and I don't know it? Um, because that's, that's the hook. That's what helps us to kind of begin to understand this a little bit better. What, what do you think are some of the biggest obstacles to developing, developing intuition? We talked a little bit about, about that fear of maybe I can't control it or what are right. some of the other obstacles? One of the biggest ones is doubt is, um, and the doubt is deciphering and discerning what is my own thought, feelings, desires, expectations, and what am I actually receiving? I found a lot of people, most people, if they're working on developing intuition, definitely receive it, a lot of it, but they don't believe it or they discount it. And here's the other one is expectations, because there's a lot of expectation about what it really is. You know, like I'm not people. It's so funny because I've had people in classes describe incredibly accurate psychic information, but they will discount it because they'll say something like, well, I saw a white envelope full of money, but. Or, or no, here's a better one. I felt a white envelope full of money, but I didn't actually see it. Mm-hmm. And if it was psychic, I think I'd really it clearly or I saw it but it looked like it was like a cartoon it wasn't like realistic looking Um, because their expectation is that it would look a certain way now a lot of people I'm sure you found this if they don't see something visually very clearly will also not believe that they're being intuitive right so it's expectation and doubt, I think, go arm in arm. How can listeners get in touch with you? Um, well, you can email me, look at my website. I think you gave my website, uh, com. My email is grace.sherry at gmail.com. 
Wonderful. So, and that's Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I-E. So that's important. I-E, yeah, correct. If, um, if you're reaching out, SherryDillard.com. I always look out for your books because they're a blend of that practicality and a kind of a mystical knowing that I really enjoy. What's next for you? What are you working on now? Well, I'm kind of working on a bit of a memoir about my early days of and what pushed me into giving readings. It's kind of a wild story. Oh. And um, I have been writing so many books about teaching intuition. I thought, you know, maybe I should describe a little bit about my own experience with it. So, because so many people ask me. So it's just a short little story. Um, and then we'll see where we go. Do you feel guided as you're, as you're writing? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. You know, in fact, You Are Psychic was, my, my publisher kept asking me to write that, and I didn't want to write it because I had written uh, You uh, Discover Your Psychic Type and so many books about intuition, and I just, uh, I thought, I don't have anything else to say. And then I thought, okay, if I'm going to write it, my guides are going to write it because I don't know what else to say. And I learned so much, and I really feel like it's a really good book. Um but it was so nice to learn so much as I was doing it because I thought, I, well, I know all this. Well, <laughs> I kind of learned some new things writing it, which was nice. Sherry, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a great pleasure, as always, to talk with you. Thank you so much for having me. You take care. Thank you. That is Sherry Dillard. Her new book is You Are Psychic. Develop your natural intuition through your psychic type. You can find out more about Sherry and her work on her website, which is www sherrydillard.com. That's S-H-E-R-R-I-E-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com, sherrydillard.com. And of course, I always invite you to check out karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events, what's happening next on this radio program, and a lot more. So that's karenhager.com. You can even book a private session there with me if you are so inclined. And if you believe, as I do, that when we focus our intention together, on positive change, that that positive change occurs, I invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com. The first Sunday of every month, my partner and I host a free 15-minute guided meditation. We invite people from all over the world to join us for a focus on peace in our hearts and peace in the world. That's openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time. I'm wishing you peace.